to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Well, welcome to River Roundtable. I'm Pastor Lou, and I'm here with the illustrious Mr. Shiny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank retired you very much. Colonel Joel Pulowski and Pastor Andrew. Heidi who? Yeah, you're on. Yeah? You yeah. can hear yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And uh, here we go. Another Blam. fine episode. I wish I knew how many episodes we've actually done of the River Roundtable. We've got a few in there. But I don't have any idea. I've been, I've been doing this for almost a year now. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Then we've been doing it for... Well, almost two years then. Yeah. Just no. haven't been on the radio that long. Right. Yeah, yes. we started April 16th on the radio. Yeah. So I think we're on episode three million. There's the numbers guy. Yeah. Three million. <laughs> uh, three million one yeah. hundred. I'll go get my calendar out and just start counting Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> give me a statistic, Joel. <laughs> I'll give, you a, I'll give you a 42. St statistic, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, so we're on KSLM. That's 104.3, 1220 AM, KSLM.news. And then also today, hmm. at one point here coming soon to a neighborhood near you, we're going to be on the YouTubes in Jesus' name. Hey, praise the Lord. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to unplug, uh, unplug that and then... Plug it back in. Do it from right over here. Oh. Yeah, do this. Just try it out. See what happens. Do that. Technical stuff. Blam and a blam. Yeah. Do it unplug Sometimes and plug. it just gets angry and you have to tell it who's boss. Yeah, you get the free electrons running loose. Yeah. So anyways, we have a lot of stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. I, want to, I want to give a scripture for those that are running for office that might be listening. Mm. And that is Deuteronomy 16, 19. And this is something for you to hold people accountable to that are running for office. Is 16, Deuteronomy 16, 19. It's something that you, and 20 actually. And you can, you know, share this with them. Um, anytime that you're in a public thing where you get to, you know, ask questions, you can just read this verse to them. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality, nor take a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. You shall follow what is altogether just, just that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Mm. That is a really good verse for those that are running for office to hang their hat on. Amen. Yep. You could literally say, I will not pervert justice. Right. I will not show partiality. Yeah. Nor will I take a bribe, and I will follow all those things that are just, and just run off of that. That's an excellent platform. Yeah, it's a, it is an excellent <laughs> platform, right? Yeah. And you just do that, and then as a result, we'll be given the land. Mm-hmm. You mean like Oregon? Yeah, Oregon. You mean like <laughs> blessed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, you know. Well, praise the Lord. Well, God is good. There's wonderful things that are going on. We had an excellent FBF last night, I thought. Yeah, that was great. Even the food was good. Even the yeah. food. Yeah. Huh? Shout out to uh, Shaka Bra. Shaka Bra. Yeah. That can't, was. Uh, can't help it, but they love to even say that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I like Shaka Bra. Shaka Bra. 
and and uh, which is <laughs> not to be confused with Shaka Khan, right? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is much further to the west. If you were to listen to calculus, and if anybody got that reference, please call in at five zero three five eight nine one two two zero. Okay, and we're going to discuss your musical choices. You know, you know what, Joel? <laughs> yes. I feel for you. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh. All right. See, you know where I'm talking about. Oh, yes. That, see? So, oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am a child of the 80s. Yes. yes. So I'm not I. willing, you know. Okay. So is my. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if, if we weren't. Uh, when did if, you graduate? Uh, I graduated in 1983. All right, the year yeah. after me. Yeah. The year, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't I, know that. Yeah. Um, I, I love to refer to that as Darwin's Decade. Because we really sifted through the people there, you know, yeah. w- with no helmets and lawn darts, yes. you know. Lawn uh, darts were phenomenal. Lawn darts were great. My brother and I used to play catch best, with those. There best was, game there was ever. Also yes. Three wheelers. Three wheelers. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what we graduated Epic. to from lawn darts? What javelin? Javelin. <laughs> yes. We used javel the javelin. Yes. You know? When and, uh, and we played lawn darts with javelins. <laughs> Nice. When I was when I was twelve years old, my brother and I decided we were going to play lawn darts yeah. blind. So we got on opposite side of the house Jeez. and threw them over the house. Yeah. The dog distracted me. It only went in my thigh about that far. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that far. Well, I had like a friend three I had, inches. Yeah. I had a friend that got stuck to the ground with a javelin. Oh, oh. that's that's worse. That's worse. That you went mean, right through his you, foot. Oh man, yeah. Right into the ground. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. we digress. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to pole vaulting next. <laughs> pole vaulting. I don't even want to talk about pole vaulting. I, I tried that did. once. I, I knew better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's talk about let's talk about some things that are you know relevant. pertinent. Per- pertinent. Pertinent. Imper- <laughs> impertinent. Yeah. Yeah. No. Impertinent. That's more like us. <laughs> oh man. Yes. There's one or two things that have been going on, you know, um, a lot of stuff behind the scene that people don't see. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I am excited. I got some exciting news mm. that in, um, what is the school? Which which school? Oh, well, there's a school a school in Kaiser right now. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's horrible. Claggett Creek. Claggett Creek. Mm. Ah, there that is going to be doing the Pledge of Allegiance every Monday. In the, every class. All right, that's great. No wonder. Amen. No wonderful. Bringing it back. I don't know. Can you say amen to the pledge of allegiance? You can. I usually say just say play ball. All amen. Yeah. All amen means is so be it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, people amen so, things so they should never amen. Be. Yeah. Shouldn't shame. You should not amen something you don't know anything about. Yeah. I know. Like when you're think, listening to yeah. somebody preaching, you just go on amening the whole time. Might want to be careful. Yeah. So I know there's a couple things from last week. Speaking of amen, it it, it didn't actually finish. Uh, last mm. week there was mm. a couple things we were looking at and talking about that have continued on. You know, the uh, FBI serving search warrants in Sydney's, <laughs> you know, oh, showing yeah. up for a pillow. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike Lindell, yeah. Uh, Dr. Frank, uh, yeah. who uh, who has spoken at the river. 
and other places here in Oregon about yeah. election integrity. Yeah. Uh, he had his phone taken as well. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The circle uh, gets tighter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The current count um, is somewhere between 35 and 50 of people who are uh, Trump associates. Now, I don't know that Dr. Frank has ever spoken to Donald Trump right. or even been anywhere near his associations, yeah. so to speak. So, I, yeah. I wonder, I what wonder is, if they'll take that. What is with the, phone. you know, yeah. no. <laughs> I, I think every Republican right now should probably carry two phones. Yes. One that's yeah. wiped and, that is, and that one is, that has their stuff on it and then hand them the wipe phone. That is my, uh, th- that was my point to make uh, here on this one is that if you're a Republican. And take a lot of pictures of your ear. If, if, leave if, it on the phone. Yes. If you're a Republican and you're in office or you're a party official. Yeah. You should expect a visit from the FBI. Probably. Yeah. And that's why I'm running for Marion County Chair. I wonder if I'm going to get a visit. Yeah. The fact that you haven't yet just means they're busy elsewhere. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's no limit to where this is going unless uh, some people stand in front of it. Right? Yeah. Uh, It it really is true. It's just, you know, because as they get some momentum... Well, nobody's stopping us. This now. is this is 1933 Germany stuff right yeah, here. It is. Yeah, it's, it's where we're at. It's crazy. Okay, we're because rapidly approaching uh, 1939. Yeah. Okay, at an accelerated pace. We're not going to take six years to get there. Yeah. Der, yeah. der, and I say der appropriately. Der, yes. Der Biden. Yeah. Der Biden is, uh, you know, with it, with all of his uh, antagonism and and riling mm-hmm. speeches, you know, yes. getting people all fired up as if you know these, uh, as if you know the whole country is half insurrectionists. Well, he said it. He said it. He said it. He said it in his speech that yes. if you're a Republican, you're a semi-fascist. Yeah. Yes. By the way, they and, have a pill for that. Yeah. <laughs> and a and a clear and present danger. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, and the language there is very is uh, is actually uh, legal language it's when very, you use. It's very inflammatory. Well, it's not only inflammatory; it's a legal definition. Clear and present danger has a legal definition that allows you to take action and gives you probable cause. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So if I declare you a, a clear and present danger, that means I can go take action against you. It's not just an action movie. It's not. With it's not an action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Wait, you know. Clear and present danger wasn't yes. that Harrison or Ford. Clear, yeah, that was Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was the, that was the modus. That was about uh, the drug dealers and mm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, that showed Tom Clancy show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're living a Tom Clancy movie. Only it's not drug dealers. It's Republicans. Right. In yeah. in the in a banana mm-hmm. republic somewhere or in Panama. Oh, this or, is we are. I like yeah. bananas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bananas are great. <laughs> it's becoming it's that good, way. Good. Good. Good source of potassium. Yeah. Eat your bananas, folks. <laughs> you know the be- best. Mm-hmm. No, just, I was gonna say you know where the best bananas I've ever had was in the Philippines. It's fantastic. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we have digressed again. Pastor Lou. Yeah. Let's talk about school recall. Oh, school recall. Yes. Yeah, well, I just got a really interesting. Well, anyway, I, I probably can't share that, but there is so much that is going on. We need listen. They they're, they're doing everything behind closed doors. I know somebody that tried to start a Bible club mm. in a school, mm-hmm. which is all. Supposed and they to were be told, okay. and they were told it's all good. They had all the paperwork in mm-hmm. and everything else, and they went in to get the schedule, and they weren't on the schedule. Yep. Went to the principal. Principal said, uh, 
you've just been overlooked. Oops. And the, the, you got to talk to the, there's a teacher that's involved with it all, and it was the same teacher that persecuted this person all mm. last year. Mm. Yes. So the person went to go talk to him, and they locked, the teacher locked the door to not let them in to have a conversation. <laughs> what in the world? No, it's childish. You know, you, well, if you yeah. have a conviction, I'm going to say this, I don't care what side you're on. You have a right. conviction about what you believe in. Yeah. yeah. You should never have to hide. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you have a strong conviction about something, then then why would you hide from confrontation? Right. If you say I'm, I have a conviction, then expect confrontation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Confrontation comes with conviction. Right. Lack of confrontation comes with cowardice. Mm. And so, if you're not gonna, if, in other words, you don't really believe in it. If you really believe in it, you'll be willing to confront it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You won't do it behind closed doors, and you won't come up with all kinds of shenanigans with malice. You'll actually stand up, and you'll say, I don't believe in this, and you'll take the hit. Hey. But if you're a coward, you won't. Mm. Yeah, so we uh, we have uh, uh, excellent people who are at... uh, FBF last night. It was, very, it, was very, it was very good last night. Who were, uh, who were taking a stand. Yeah. Uh, it'll and it'll so, take on. Just leave it alone. Uh, and if we, if we do the right things yeah. in, in the way we vote, right. um, we're going to have some, some really solid uh, folks that, in, that in is Salem. Correct. Yeah. All right. And that's, uh, that's folks like Ed Deal and yep. Kim Thatcher yep. and Dan Farrington. Yep. Okay. And Christine Drazen. Yeah. You know, we need we need the people in in Salem that uh, will actually stand up to us and stand up for us, right? And listen to us. Right. That's me, correct. Let me finish that sentence. Yeah, I mean, even properly. if they <laughs> even if they don't have any everything correct, mm-hmm. you need people that will at least listen to what you have to say. Yes. Instead of sticking behind closed doors for a year. Oh, you mean like the Salem Kaiser uh, School Board? Which oh, yeah, just Salem closed their board. doors. Yeah, they just closed to the doors. Public meetings. Yeah, which is not even constitutional. And by the way, and then try yeah. to call the police on on somebody that on wants the parents. to come in. <laughs> yeah, on the parents. On yes. Parents. Yeah. Well, yes. The, but that's because of Biden. Also, Biden made it so that parents mm-hmm. can't speak up in school boards. Otherwise, it's a terrorist act. Right. Yes. Yeah. Domestic terrorists. It's, yep. it's just you know yeah. you got to mm-hmm. understand. And people are going, "This isn't really happening." No, it's it is. amazing when I talk to people about things like CSE, and I talk to them about other things. Some people don't know what CSE is. Pastor. CSE is comprehensive comprehensive sexual education. Yep. Uh, yeah. That starts in K, yeah. starts in kindergarten, goes all the way up through twelfth grade, and it has to do with you know shenanigans. I can't even talk about it on. That's, I can't even talk about it on the radio. But you can go look at it on the UM website. Yes, you can. And on you the can UN. go look at it on the WEF website. That's and, correct. And it is promoted go, by the UN. And you yes. can go to your local Salem Kaiser School District and probably get one of the books. You too, can. Better. Yes. You can get one of the books. You have to ask for it. But but the thing is, is if we talked about what is in the book on the air, we would be banned from the air. Yes, mm-hmm. and so so here we are. We would violate those laws that have been set for on-air speech, mm. but yet they're teaching it to your children in schools, and not yes. wanting to let you have a voice you, in you, that being. Spoken. No, you do not have a voice in it. Yeah, you, um, you can go before you before you register your child. You can tell them that you don't want them to be in certain classes. Yeah, but most parents don't even know they can do that. Yeah. Well, the other thing is also, though, is is if you mm-hmm. if you 
do try to speak up or have a say or remove your child, mm. then they will have you investigated by uh, DHS. Yeah. Because you're you're being you're harming uh, your child. Yeah, harming your child. It's just you know that this whole thing over and over. It's the pot calling the kettle black. You know, I mean, see, so, you know, the mostly peaceful riots on and on yeah. and on. All of the stuff, the millions of dollars of property damage, all of the everything that that one side is accusing the other of, they're doing, right? Yes. Well, yeah, that's, that's, well, that's Saul Alinsky tactic. Well, that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. We have so much in the news here we can talk about. Well, I want to talk um, about... Grief. I want to talk about, you know, um, you know, Betsy Johnson said that uh, she was, you know, she was for gun rights. And you, if you read her thing, it is not. She is not for gun rights. Her she record, is. she's not. No. She wants to take all of, she wants to have everything that is already in play, stay in play. And she's for this 114 also. Yeah, she's yes. for 114, which and is what? Tell everybody what that is, because they don't know what that is either. So measure 114 is on the ballot for November yeah. uh, this year, and it is uh, a horrendous piece of legislation. It requires you to get a permit in order to be able to buy a weapon. In order to get the permit, you have to have a weapon and a range to go shoot it at. <laughs> and you have to have an official person. And you have to have a police officer, preferably, the, although it's not 100% required. We'll correct. see some interpretation later. Probably not, because this is not going to pass, I hope. In Jesus' name. Um, yes. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> uh, so that's the worst part about it. It also, uh, it also quote, unquote, closes all of the, the loopholes uh, around background checks. Hmm. Now, the loophole that they're closing is that three-day uh, window that they have to do the background check. And then if, uh, under current law, if you don't have the background check completed and returned, you can then still continue with your purchase because mm -hmm. it's your right. Mm -hmm. All right? This law would change that so that if the background check is not completed, you cannot buy. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's no time limit. Hmm. So if the background check is never completed, you never buy. So if you stop doing background checks, and all background checks still go through the Oregon State Police, okay, so Oregon gets a crack at whether or not your background check gets completed, um, yeah, you don't get to buy a gun. Hmm. This law would effectively put every single gun store in Oregon out of business almost overnight, all right? Mm -hmm. Because the only people that would be able so this is if you're a current gun owner okay and you want to go buy another gun all right you have to go get your permit all right you can't loan a gun either to someone to go get a quote-unquote permit all right this is designed to make sure that the people who own guns right now are the only ones who own guns and no one else can own one it also requires the state police create a registry of current gun owners which moves you into the thing that happened in, in Illinois. Illinois on Tuesday night yeah. slash Wednesday morning, yeah. where a thousand places uh, in southern Illinois, the Republican portion, not in not in Chirac um, or Chicago, right. as it's called, okay, <laughs> um, where a thousand uh, concealed carry permit uh, owners were uh, were were brought into compliance. Okay, and uh, the state department or the state police in Illinois bragged about seizing weapons from 300 of them. Yeah. All right. They did this in one night. So those of you that don't think the state police or someone else is coming door to door, it's already happened. It happened this week. Yeah. All right. Ooh. 
And uh, yes, we'll be posting links to all this stuff on the River Roundtable yeah. uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll have to actually go there and uh, and check it out. Mm. All right, for more Please. details. Mm-hmm. Please do. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. then you have. Um, I mean, I loaded a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we're full up. Porn, today. porn literacy. Oh yeah, in Idaho. In Idaho. You know, you know, so what is that where they're teaching you how to interpret, you know, what you're watching? Because they're encouraging children to watch porn. How to hide it from your parents. How to hide it from your parents, how to disguise it, how to do all those things so that you can learn. Because it's just role playing. They're like superheroes. Yes. Actually, is what they say. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely absolutely lunacy in the things Mm. that are going on. And you know, people get your people got to get their head, uh, you know, out of the sand. Mm. By the way, you can call. You could call in. Actually, calling in sooner than later would be better. Yep. At five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty, we're on KSLM 104.3, AM. Yep. And then the KSLM news, and then you can also go to the YouTube. Yep. Uh, we are on YouTube right now on the River Roundtable YouTube. You can just look that up uh, and uh, watch us live on that as well. Yes. Uh, we're we're looking for sponsors. We're, yeah, well, we'll take a sponsor. I'll do it whether we have one or not. But, <laughs> but you know, a sponsor would be nice. Uh, you know, and just uh, understand that what we're doing is I'm doing, mm-hmm. we're doing whatever we can to uh, bring out things and commentate on it, on the things that are going on. I, I know I had a conversation with somebody just recently, and they were talking about uh, election fraud. I think it should be exposed, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get rid of it. Because as long as there's a human element involved with elections, somebody's going to try to cheat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's always been, will always be. I mean, mm-hmm. even all the way back to, um, you know, Adam. Right. You know. You had, yeah, the first, the first uh, example of voter fraud yeah. was, I'm sorry, was Eve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, deceived. <laughs> deceived. Yeah. And so you have, you know, you have people, as long as there's the human mm-hmm. element, there's going to be yeah. deception, in other words. Yes. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, so understand, you know, <laughs> well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to vote because there's a, you know, f- uh, election fraud. I'm not going to do that because of election fraud. Well, yeah, I'm just going to tell you right now. Well, thank you for, you know, just contributing to the election fraud by not voting at all. Right. Yep. You yeah. know, vote, get off your rear end and vote and don't mail it in. Don't mail in your ballot. Mm. Go to the last day, the last hour and turn it in. Mm. Overwhelm yep. them. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. In Arizona, they were not expecting uh, that last minute rush and they, they, uh, they estimated that they were going to have like 10,000 yeah. turn in. This is Maricopa County alone. Mm. They ended up with 125,000 people bringing it in at the last yeah, minute. Yeah, because they don't trust the system. Okay. Nice. And up until that happened, Kerry yeah. Lake was not winning. Mm. When those show, when those ballots showed up, they were overwhelmingly for Kerry Lake and she won. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and that was just the primary. All right. But, you know, the powers that be did not want to see Kerry Lake win. Mm. And uh, she's a great lady and I'm just gonna yeah, looking forward to. I'm just gonna interviewing her at some point in the future. Well, we need to start getting. So, if you want us to interview, you, Amen. You know, get a hold of people. We have a phone. We have oh, a phone call. Coming. We have Art on the line, so we'll give. Uh, we'll check with Art here in a moment. See how we'll see if we can get it work today. Praise the Lord. Yep, got to look back over the cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yes, there we are oh, on the oh, tubes. Good morning. So, anyways, 
I wanted to bring up um, something here while we're getting Art on the line. I don't know what we're mm-hmm. going to talk about with him, but um, I'm just going to get where people live, okay? So you're saying, you know, the environment, rah, rah, rah. So you're saying abortion, rah, rah, rah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about your pocket for a moment. Hey. Because everybody's concerned about their money. Everybody yep. loves their money. You know, that's the reason they don't like preachers. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen? What's going to happen if Tina or Betsy get in the office with our taxes? Uh, universal health care, new taxes. Oh, more, more, more new taxes. More new taxes. Uh, the number one way they intend to do that is raise the cat tax. What is the cat uh, tax? The cat tax is corporate commercial activity. or corporate activities tax. Yep. Uh, which Stupid. is Bruce. Um, yes, which is basically a a stealth we, sales ready? tax. In Oregon. Yeah. Well, we'll get back right this a second. We're going to talk to Art because Art's important. Let's talk to Art. Art's important. Art, you are on the line. We can't hear Art. I'll have to find that button. Do you have those uh, notes? There is. Go ahead and talk for a minute, Art. Just keep talking. We're listening. (laughs) We're just trying to figure it out. We're working on it. Can you hear them on there? You can hear them online. We just can't hear them here. All right. Can you hear what he's saying? No, because you keep talking. (laughs) 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 Just saying. No, can't hear him. No, No. can't hear him. Sorry, Art. Uh, Let's see here. The on-air slider is what controls the phone call volume. When it says on-air to a certain spot and place. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yep. Well, Art, Sorry, hey, Art. Uh, hey, Art, call back in about five minutes, ten minutes. Call back. Yes, please call back. And we'll try to get this figured out. We're going we're gonna to hang up and right. move on. All right. Oh, you, you did it. You just... Now I have dead air. There we go. I don't know. He has to hang up over there. Oh, okay. Yep. So... Anyways, talking about the cat tax, go back to the cat tax again of what cat tax is. Oh, the cat tax brought to you by Betsy Johnson and Mark Thielman. Yeah. Uh, Cool. I'm never going to leave that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, commercial activities tax, that is a tax on essentially every step along the way in terms of commercial activity. So when you... When you buy inventory in your business, that is a tax that gets added on. It's $59,000 per million dollars of gross receipts. Mm. Okay? It doesn't matter if you make any money. Okay? If your expenses are a million dollars and you make a gross receipts of a million dollars, you still owe $59,000. Yeah, even though you okay. spend it all. Even though you spent it all. Yeah. All right? So uh, it, is a, it is one of the biggest reasons why uh, prices in Oregon are higher than they are other, in other places. Right. All right? So, uh, yes, they want, and it is a stealth sales tax is what it really is. Yeah, it's also uh, uh, absolutely one of the main reasons that a lot of businesses left Oregon. Yes. Because it just, it's completely, it just cuts into the bottom line, or you just have to straight pass it on. Well, what's wrong with businesses leaving Oregon? (laughs) Well, without... Can we get back our forests if businesses leave Oregon? Can we get back our forests and our pristine coasts? No, if you don't manage them, then they <laughs> disappear in that's, a big that's cloud not of how smoke. That works. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what we're after? Isn't that what we're after, anyways? Is for Oregon to be a state park? 
Oh. Uh, <laughs> so that when you go to the coast and you look out across the pristine uh, beaches out into the ocean, you can see the floating windmills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my back of the envelope analysis on that yeah. stats man here. Yes. Uh, there's 362 miles of Oregon coast. Yeah. The 15 gigabytes or you can, you can gig, call excuse him also. me gigawatts of windmills. He's waiting for a call. Results in somewhere between 12,000 and 21,000 windmills mm -hmm. off the coast of Oregon. Be fantastic. That's one windmill every tenth of a mile along the entire coast. All right, and about ten deep. And how did they work? You know, what what country did they do that in? I can't remember what it was. Oh was. yeah, this has already or been Wales. done in. Uh, it was not Wales. It was mm. Scotland, Scotland, off the coast of Scotland, mm -hmm. and uh, they did about three hundred of them. So, three hundred of them. Yes, so, so and that's, uh, and the next question is how many are still floating? And the yeah. answer is zero. <laughs> <laughs> they all sunk. How or much, they towed them back I looked in. It, I looked. It no, up they last all sunk. Night. They all sunk. They all wiped out in one storm. I looked it up last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A windmill. Each windmill uses 80 gallons of oil. Yes. 80 gallons. Yes. High pressure uh, adapted yeah. for hydraulic fluid for the transmission. Yes. Okay. So how many windmills are in the United States? 300,000. So 300,000 times 80 gallons. I, yeah, a lot. <laughs> 300,000 times 80. What is that? You're the stats guy. We'll get this going. That's uh, 24 million. 24 million gallons of oil that is used in windmills. In windmills. Right. That's per change. That's per change. Per change. Yes. That's correct. How often do they get changed? They get changed. I, I, I forget. I don't, you have to look that up. Every quarter. Every quarter. So, so that's... Four um, times a year. Four times a year. Four, four times a year. 96 four, million. 96 million gallons, gallons of oil, oil for windmills. Yes. Very special. How many gallons of oil in 2018 did cars use na nationwide? Oh, that's a good question. 135,000 gallons. No, it's mm -hmm. got to be more than that. Yeah, no, I more, looked it up. More than 1,000, maybe a million. Yeah. Well, look it up. Okay. Yeah. We'll try with the next <clears throat> But it's not equal to the amount of oil that the windmills are using. Yeah. So, if, if by the way, when you have those windmills, mm -hmm. all right, one out of ten of them leaks. That's correct. All right, on average. Yeah. Okay. So we put uh, even on the low end. Mm. So they're we're, like we're a talking. Chevy. Yeah. Yes, they're definitely like a shove it. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, <laughs> I'm a Ford guy. Sorry, live yeah. with it. Anyway, the. Uh, <clears throat> Put those off the coast of Oregon. Yeah. All right. And so just take a zero off. Yeah. And we're we're talking nine million gallons of oil leaking every. Well, no, that that's wrong. Uh, so we got the fifteen thousand. So we'll do. Let's clear that. Yeah. So we, we have to figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it comes down. My point is this: I'm just trying to get to a point that, you know, people plug in their electric cars. They're they're saying the windmill is going to be better for the environment. It's not better for the environment because you still have to have oil for that. Your your actually your electric car uses more oil to power it than a regular gas powered car. And so, you, so that's about four million gallons of oil leaking into the ocean. Yeah, every that'd, year. That'd be fantastic. F for in perpetuity while we have windmills out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, all along the Oregon coast. Oh, they'll be pristine. Yes, Did that's you... definitely going to clean up the Oregon coast mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, especially when there's one every 528 feet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the minimum set, this too. Is the, and that would block all lunacy. the harbors. Yeah. That would block the... the uh, uh, you know, fishing. that would block fishing. Well, that we, would literally shut down everything along well, the coast. You wouldn't single stack them. You could make them into pods, right? In the well, yeah, the but areas. if you don't, if you have them off the continental shelf into uh-huh. the deep water, uh-huh. okay, then you have a whole nother level of complexity. Okay, all right, and, and longer lines and longer every. Oh, it just gets to be a, it, yeah, how a do you nightmare. Get, so how oh, do you get the power? How do you get the power to the mainland? Uh, with really Wi-Fi? big, yeah, with really big cables and more work. Yeah. Oh yeah, by the way, we're all doing this by 2030. Did you know that uh, part? Yeah. That was the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Everything's being done by 2030. I wonder why. why is that? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe the so 2030 weird. agenda. <laughs> well, California set their big rig goal to 2040. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to where that all the trucks are going to be electrified in California by 2040. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even answer that anymore. Right. Okay. Like yes, they're, they're, they currently they they currently can't even power up all the Teslas in California, let yes. alone the the power. People are hogs. driving around with generators hooked onto their back <laughs> yeah. bumper and power yeah. their Teslas. Yes. Kate Brown was in Woodbury. Uh, oh, that's cool. Whoa, that was phenomenal. Oh, oh you put your was... ear right on top of there, huh? Yeah, that's no. Not... I'm way back now. Yeah, wow. that's that's some feedback. Whose is it? I don't know. But we got major feedback, there. you guys. Oof. Can you can you mute our channels real quick? Oh, ow. Yeah, it's still there. Mute. Thank you. Oh, okay. Like, nope. 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 It's interesting. We're gonna have to extend the show. What did, what what did you just do? It's like injury time. Okay. Oh, the okay. call in. Oh, we oh. had a call in line. Is we are trying to bring him on. Art Art's coming back online too. Yeah. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. So. That's yes, cool. So before my eardrums were shocked into submission. That sounded like the Transformers were in there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was rough. That sounded was... like what I used to hear when I got high. <laughs> was that yeah, Megatron yeah. on the roof? It was Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> I will rule the world with oh, an iron fist. So then you, have, yes. then you have California saying, you know, that Whoa. We, have Cal- <laughs> we have California that is wanting to regulate... Uh, free speech by mm-hmm. way of using uh, social media. Mm-hmm. What? And you say, why are you talking about California? Because usually what lights in California is what lights in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And vice versa. Yeah, the EV, the EV regulation that was passed by an unaccountable bureaucrats in California. Yeah. Okay, let's try line two is, now. We're going to try it out. Yeah, it's trying to become law in Oregon. And okay. here we go again with Art. Hello? Art, are you there? No, nope, oh, that's not it. Wow. Yeah, Ooh, I know. That's bad. That's cool feedback. Oh, yeah. yikes. Whoops. All right. That was fantastic. So anyways, you have this. It says, <laughs> California will impose first of its kind requirements on social media companies to publish their policies for removing disturbing content, including hate speech. Hmm. Ah, that's mm-hmm. uh, subject to approval by, of course, yeah. some board in California. Yeah. As to yeah. whether or not, you know. Yeah. You know, the Fifth Circuit Court just said you can't hide behind the First Amendment to censor people. What? So we have a conflict here. Uh. Hmm. You know, but the Fifth Circuit Court is not the ninth. Yeah. So the Fifth Circuit Court count, uh, covers Texas and uh, South Central United States. Yeah. 
Well, they mm-hmm. there there was an, uh, also uh, something interesting at the Supreme Court level, uh, where there was an Orthodox Jewish university in New York. Yep. That uh, you know, they're they're very careful about the word and what they do. Orthodox Jews? I yeah. don't believe that. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not about it at all. Yeah. But yeah, there was an LGBTQ group that wanted to you know set up camp in in their school. Yes. And they're like, no. Sorry, Sorry, no, this is against our religious belief. Yes. But uh, at first they agreed with the church, but then, or this, the uh, school, whatever. Yep. But then they went back and said, oh, we need to actually look at this more. And, or, and what they basically did was is they went to, uh, they said it needs to go through more uh, courts at a lower level first. Oh, okay. Before uh, it comes to the Supreme, Supreme Court. So there was that's more. actually pretty common uh-huh. for the Supreme Court to kick things back down mm-hmm. and say, look, guys, do more due diligence. Mm-hmm. OK, so don't read too much into that. Yeah. At this point. But yeah. yeah. Anyhow, it's interesting mm-hmm. that uh, interesting, though, that they. Yeah. So that know. first ruling might be a shot across the bow and yeah. then send it back to uh, lower courts to do better. Uh, do better, guys. Right. Do better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't uh, don't. Yeah. yeah. So it really, what it probably comes down to is is whether or not the uh, that university took PPP money. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or whatever yeah. you call it at the on the school level. So yeah, that's another thing. You know, um, for those of you that are not paying attention, the uh, the Biden administration, the Biden regime. Okay, the junta, the occupying government of the United States. <laughs> Uh, you know, driven by the ficus, um, you know, that's the, the faker in chief, if you will. Oh, nice. Uh, is, has... Uh, it's nothing. His, uh, he wrote an uh, executive order almost a year ago telling all the uh, federal agencies to do their best to help ensure um, elections go smoothly. Okay, and most of this has turned into turning things like uh, healthcare centers and job care centers into voter registration things, uh, places. Okay. All right, um, and part of that too is the way it's being, it's the way it's been written. Now, for those of you that don't know, the group that was behind this idea is called Demos. Mm-hmm. So that sounds about right. Um, anyway, and uh, so Biden hired two of their uh, two of their lead attorney and their CEO to run this thing uh, and coordinate in the White House for it. And basically what they're telling people is you need to register to vote and vote Democrat or you're going to lose your benefits. Mm. Okay. Now I'm reading between the lines a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen that in action in California where Democrats were, were talking only in Spanish to folks. And telling them you have to vote and vote Democrat, or you're going to lose your benefits. Right, because okay? in, in the in the excuse I that watched they give. it in Washington, yeah. Oregon. Okay, where they had women, where they had a wick table set up in in uh, the park there in in downtown uh, Vancouver, Washington, mm. and they were registering to people to vote in line. Okay, <laughs> and if they didn't register to vote properly, they were kicking them out of the line. <laughs> to sign up for WIC, okay, and Section Eight housing. Yeah. All right. So, of course. you know, this is this is nothing new. Mm. All right. Like you said, you know, voter voter shenanigans is a thing that's been going on. It's been going on since forever. voting. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, know? It, you know, and I tell people, you know, 
how you overcome the voter fraud is is that you vote. Because if there's an overwhelming number of votes, it's hard to hide. Yes. And so you've got to vote. You know, if you're if you are a Republican out there and you know another Republican, this is the time to start to vote because things can change around. And, you know, you're like, how is you as a preacher talking about, you know, Republican Party this or vote that or other things? Listen, I'm going to vote for righteousness. Uh, listen, if Democrats, if the Democrats and the Liberal Party was for uh, against abortion, against drugs, against, um, you know, fighting it and, and not fighting against the Constitution to undo it, mm -hmm. and they were doing all that, I would be voting that also. I'd be voting on that side. But they're not. And so I've got to I've got to pick the the two of the worst evils, and I've got to say, okay, you know, what do I got to do to make a change, not just for now, but also in the future? Yes. Because if we just keep on saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that, or I'm going to vote this, or I'm going to vote that, this is a long game. This is not a short game, and we've got because I'm going to tell you right now, we don't turn the state red this election. There's going to only be one party in Oregon. Yeah. Most people don't know that. This is in, and this is not just Oregon too. No, this it's will not be, just Oregon. This will be nationwide. That's correct. Okay, all right. We're we're coming down to it. That's correct. Right. You uh, you you talked about the reprieve. Yeah. So so where are we at on the reprieve? Well, a lot of it depends on where we go with a vote, but we are in a mm -hmm. bit of a reprieve, and there's going to be a listen. There is going to be. Yeah. I read the end of the book. All right. Yeah. In the end of the book, the Antichrist is, you know, there's going to be the rise of uh, the mark of the beast. You're not going to be able to sell or buy. Mm -hmm. All of those things. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So the reprieve right now has to do with what we've been going through right here. Now, we can change things. Prophecy is subject to change. And this is what people don't understand. Yep. God gives a warning for things. And he said, and then it's how you treat it. You can repent and you can change, or you can say, screw it, I'm gonna let my pride be in the way and I'm gonna do it my way. And I, and I said this, depending on how we have our election, this is what I said, mm -hmm. depending on the election depends on what kind of hell comes our way. There's, hell's gonna come. Oh, but yeah. it depends on what level of hell we have to deal with. Yeah. And so we can either hasten everything and say, screw it, you know, and just have the defeatist mentality. But I don't think Oregonians are defeatists. Come on. I think Oregonians are fighters. And I think, believe Oregonians are ones that will stand up and do the right thing at the right time. And I think this is the time to do it. Right now is, the, is a chance unlike we've ever had before in like 40 years to see a turnaround in our government. And we've got to do something. As Oregonians, you've got to start saying, this isn't about me. This is about my children and my children's children. This is about my neighbor's children. This is about my neighbor's livelihood. And you say, why do I care about my neighbor's livelihood? Because if you don't care about their livelihood, then what about yours? Yep. Because it all trickles down. My dad used to say, poop rolls downhill. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you've, got to, you've got to be able to take a stand somewhere and say, no, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. You know, and I, I shared this last night at the FBF. I got very passionate about it all. Mm. That this has to do with loving one another. And when we don't love one another, in other words, we don't have each other's best interest in mind. And it's just like, you know what? I want what I want. Like a kid throwing a fit in the candy aisle. 
Yeah, this is not this is not the time for the I got mine, screw you yeah. attitude. Yeah, and this is what I've seen. I'm sorry, this is what I've yeah. seen in the Republican Party many, many times. Yes. Is you've got people that are conservative. And because they're conservative, they tend to hold back and wait. This is not a time to hold back and wait. Oh yeah. No. This is a time to run into the fire and save the kids. We are we are we're gonna call this the first responder election. <laughs> we should. <laughs> okay. This is the first. This is the chance for you to be a first responder yeah. and go v- and when you vote. All right. Uh, how concerned are Democrats about this election? They're so concerned they're already making plans to recall Christine Drazen. <laughs> That's how I've seen that in numerous posts on on Reddit and in other places. They're already making those plans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you know, be the first responder. Okay. Be the Marine. Time, it's time to hit the beach. Yeah, that's correct. And it's not time to be bickering with one another right mm-hmm. now. Okay, so you have your differences. Get over your differences. Yep. And let's get this thing changed and change it into, and you're saying, well, if we just turn it red, then we won't have this. Well, get over all of this stuff. Yep. Stop playing politics here and start playing the game. All right. When I played football, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this. When I came into Helena, Montana, all right, I got into the boys' club where they've been playing football together their whole lives. Oh, yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> they were playing football together their whole lives. And I came in as a transplant from Arizona. All right, I've been playing varsity ball since I was a freshman. And I come walking in, and I'm six foot, I'm six foot three, and I weighed 245 pounds with 7% body fat at that time. And when I came in, the coach literally got up and gave me a hug and cried. <laughs> it's a true, a true story. Oh, yeah. And I went onto that field, and I, ha- I changed the dynamics. Because I was an outsider, the dynamics of the team changed. They, they didn't think that I could do it, and I went in, and I proved that I could do what I said that I would do. They put me in as nose guard at 6'3", and, and really I was a glorified center linebacker. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a little undersized for that. Even high school nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So I came in I came in and I led the conference the first year I led the conference in unassisted sacks and tackles and they built a defense around the nose guard. That's unusual. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> and as a result, but when football was over, nobody wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. But they wanted to hang out with me during football. Yep. And what I'm saying with this is this is time you've got outside stuff. You've got a change that is coming. Accept the change and do something different. Yep. Do something different. Just because you've been playing the same game for 40 years and you've got the old, you know, the, the old boys club here, uh, this is how it's always done. It's time to do something different. It's time to change it up. And as a result, we had a losing season. The, the team I played with never had a winning season in 50 years. That one more season, we would have broke the world's record hmm. for most consecutive lost seasons. That's that's effort. That's like Detroit Lions kind of right. effort, right there. And, that's what that is. And we and we had a winning season that year, and we went to the playoffs. And we had a winning season the next year, and went to the playoffs. Everything changed because they they because the team because the coach was willing to accept the change. And and I'm I'm sharing this analogy because. Right now has got to be that kind of change. You got to get over the old boys' club of this is how we always do it, and this is the way it's always done, yep. and we're not going to change anything, and we're not going to do anything different. We're going to just, you know, whatever. 
We don't we don't have that time. Is this making any sense? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm new to this too. Pastor Andrew, does okay. this make any sense to you? All right. Yes. The thing is, is you it all, it mm-hmm. also applies to people that have been, I would say, like me, people that were raised, um, and Pastor, you've nailed it uh, before, of um, within the Christian movement of yeah. we shouldn't we they, shouldn't our, be involved. Our kingdom is not of this world, so we shouldn't fight. Yeah. Speak to it. Right? Because you come from both sides of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I came from that. My, you know, my dad was a uh, a pacifist. He he did serve in the in the army. Uh, he enlisted in the '60s, and um, before he got shipped off to Vietnam, uh, they discovered a um, a birth defect. He was missing part of his spine when he was on KP and guard duty. Is he would have immense sciatic pain. Anyhow, so he didn't have to go overseas. But um, you know, he raised us, telling us not to go in the military because they teach you how to kill people. And that's not good, yeah. Right, because not not that it's you shouldn't protect your family, but that you know you know to do that. Yeah, and there's then, a and there's then, a commandment about that. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't yeah. kill. Yeah, he's a yeah. Christian, very much. Mm-hmm. He was a very much a gentleman, but but then also uh, as far as voting, he never voted, and he and you know he he allowed us to do what we wanted to do, but his suggestion was as when we came of age is that you know that was what he taught us is that. Um, this isn't our. This isn't our fight. We let God do it, and so you know. Took the so that hands reminds and feet. me. Of, that reminds me of that joke where this guy's you know in a flood, right? And the big monster truck comes by, and the they're one. like, "Get in!" And he's like, "No, God's going to save me." And then the yeah. water raises, and yeah, and then eventually the he drowns, and yeah. God meets him in heaven and uh-huh. says, "I sent you a boat and a monster truck and a helicopter. Uh-huh. What are you waiting on?" Yeah, he's like, "Well, okay, yeah, God, I I thought you, you know, were going to save me. We are the body." That's right. So when God saves you, it's going to look like me and you. Hands and feet. Yep. Hands yeah. and feet. And yeah. and the and the thing is is that you know the the thing that I that to me the the most the biggest thing is is that throughout the Bible there is a call <laughs> to believers in God to uh stand for righteousness to to uphold uh righteousness and correctness and to and to not uh and to not you know back down from <laughs> wickedness. That you know that you you have to stare it in the face and you have to say no. And you name it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You name it. Yeah. Jesus was in on the forefront in there. Okay. And you start throwing stuff out of the temple. Hey. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, so right. It, well, that I mean, when you're talking about that, th- what what I what I w- the reason why I brought that up is because there are a lot of people and you and you said it yeah. initially also. Well, it doesn't matter anyhow, right? Right. Or God's in control anyhow. That's correct. No, th- the thing is, is that you should render unto Caesar that which is Caesar. So, in other words, it, as a citizen of the United States, it is your responsibility if you want the country to be a godly and nation. Duty. Th- it is your duty also, yes, that you should vote. And you should vote on the, on the side of righteousness. That's correct. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, in the early in the early fifties, see, the church gave over all of its rights when <laughs> they said, "Be separate and touch no unclean thing." Mm. And they said that we can't be involved in schools, we can't be involved in government, we can't be involved in courts or mm. in law. Mm. Well, then Satan will be. And and as right. a result, no, the, and that's the truth. <laughs> exactly. the, then the void will be filled. Yes. yes. Because the Word of God says, "Occupy until I return." Hey. 
yeah, be well, involved. What does it mean to occupy? It means to be involved. Yeah. If God is number one, then the church should be number one in absolutely everything. And this is where people have a problem. They're like, well, you know, you, you can't have the church involved in this. And pastors will say, it's not our concern. They'll say it's not our concern. We're just concerned about the church. We're not the world isn't our concern, or the politics are not our concern. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and, and as a result, but your congregation is. Your congregation is involved. Your congregation owns businesses that are being taxed out their wazoo. Mm -hmm. Your congregation is having their uh, rights infringed on. Right. But yet you're you're saying that you're their shepherd, that you're their shepherd, and that you're there to protect them. Meanwhile, they're being devoured by the wolves of politics. Right. <laughs> and then you're saying, oh, I'm just being a good shepherd here. Yeah. I'm going to stay out of it so that people aren't offended. <laughs> I am so tired of the church worried about people's view of them. Drives me up the wall. Well, what are people going to think? I don't know. Who, you know, I'm not responsible for how you think. Hey. I'm not responsible on how you act. I'm responsible on how I live, and I will stand up, and I will live my life righteously under Christ. Come on, Pastor. And I don't care what other people, well, what are people going to think about the River Church and what they're involved in politics? I don't care. Because I have people in my church that it affects them. And as a good pastor, I am called to protect the flock from the wolves of this world to come in and devour them hey. so that they can have a chance to live a godly life, so that their marriages can be restored, so they can come out of addiction and have a positive life, that Amen. they can become part of community Amen. where they've been on the fringes of community, right. where the homeless don't have to be homeless anymore. Hey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Right. But yep. as a result, what happens is, is these limp-wristed, Skinny jeans, soy latte drinking pastors, and I'm going to get in trouble. Hey. Birkenstock wearing. <laughs> well, that, I mean, Birkenstocks are cool. <laughs> but, I know. What I'm saying is, is that you know we're more worried about how, how the world views the church Relevance. instead of how God views the church. Come on. What does God say? Hey. Uh, well, God's not in the politics. Oh, yeah, that's why it says the government is upon his shoulders because hey. he's not concerned about government. He didn't put government. And then, if okay, let me put this way. Okay, oh, hey, hey. Oh, if God's not concerned about government, then why were you screaming Romans 13 all last year? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you're trying yes. to make Hypocrite. the you're trying to make the government so, so more powerful than God. Yeah, you try yeah. to make the government more powerful than God, saying that God can't heal, God can't deliver, God can't set free. We've got to rely on Kate Brown to tell us how we can be be happy. And I, I, I don't. I'm on it. I don't. I'm probably going to get kicked off. I don't have any idea, but it, I don't care. Hey, because I love it, people. Let it run. No, I, no, God I really, not I genuinely love people, and the reason that we've done what mm -hmm. we've done is because we love people. You can call me anything you want, but you're going to call me a name? I've been called names my whole life. You're not going to hurt me with name calling. Right. What's going to change? What's going to, but there is going to be a change, and Oregon is, begin, is going to become a red state. Mm. And then there's going to be an upcry, and people are going to start rioting over it in Oregon. I'm telling you, that that's oh, yes. what's going to happen. Yes. And they're going to hate it, and they're going to be like little children in Portland's a candy aisle. Portland's going to burn in January. There's going to be like little children in a candy aisle throwing a fit because yep. they didn't get their way. Yep. And that's all that is. Mm -hmm. But the righteous, the righteous speak wisdom. The righteous stand up for the innocent. Amen. I'm standing up for people's rights that hate me. But I'm saying you have freedom of speech. You 